Welcome back to Building Billions. I have a foolproof, fail-safe way to instantly recognize areas immediately. Like, I literally mean overnight. Just through taking this one action. Just through doing this one thing. And that is pretend to be your own customer. Go through your product offering as if you were a customer. Call your office. Move forward with the buying process. Look at where the friction points are. I had this wild experience. Brandon and I just landed in Rome this morning. We left last night a little jet lagged. We did everything that we could to not get in bed and fall asleep so that we can start off our trip and, you know, just not have to deal with being tired and being on the wrong time zone. So naturally, as soon as we got here, we got off the plane with Grant and Elena, dropped our bags off, got lunch, and then we coerced the boys into going shopping with us. Yes, they went shopping with us. Grant even fell asleep for a moment there. You could check that out on Elena's Instagram. Anyway, when the boys left after falling asleep going shopping, the girls continued because that is what girls do on vacation and when shopping is involved. It's just honestly what we do. We just keep shopping. So we went into the Hermes store. Now, I want to make sure I'm really clear about something. I am a good Hermes customer. I am. And I showed how good of a customer I am when I walked in the door because I'm holding a nice little bag that is very easily identifiable, very difficult to get from their store. So we walk in. First, we walk into the wrong store. There's a line outside. We are real buyers. We are serious buyers. There should be dollar signs when they see us walking into the store. But there is no way for real buyers to actually get into the store and be identified as anything other than just somebody who is coming to look at all of the things at Hermes. So first thing is we go in the wrong line because there's no area or place that's saying VIP customers go here and or women's clothing is over on this side. So we were standing in this line for at least seven minutes. That was a line for accessories and cosmetics. And so we waited in this line and then they finally told us it is only a cosmetics and accessory store go down the street to the other line. Okay, great. So we go down the street. We're committed at this point. We walk in the door. We had to wait outside for a shorter time, maybe two minutes. It's 98 degrees outside, so it's hot. We're thirsty. We get in the door, and instead of saying, welcome, we're so happy to have you, thank you for being here, the first thing they ask, what is your name? We don't know why they're asking for our name. However, Hermes, if you don't know, plays this interesting thing where when you buy one of their uh, items, it's associated with your account and you build up a purchase history to then be offered a bag or an item that isn't on display that is very coveted. Hence the Hermes Birkin bag, hence the Hermes Kelly bag. 
I believe that's even the case with the Picotine bag. There are all of these things that are behind these closed doors that you only get offered if you spend a certain amount with them. So when they asked for our names, we assumed that it was so that they could immediately identify whether or not we were good customers. That would have been okay, like acceptable. No, that is not what they were actually asking the name for, but they didn't tell us. So we proceed to stand there. They ask for our name. Elena sees water over on the left-hand side. So she, she asks, oh, could I get water? Now, most high-end luxury stores, they offer you water. They offer you champagne. They want to create this great experience. I'm not over-exaggerating when I say they looked put off or put out. I don't think it's put out. <laughs> I think it's put off. They looked put off that she was asking for water. It wasn't even a nice water. They put the water in a paper cup. Guys, this is a store that sells tens of thousands of dollars of individual items. Like one item at their store could cost $20,000. And we are buyers of these items. We walk in, they are upset that we're asking for water. It was a terrible experience to even get in the store to begin with. Okay, great. They give us, they tell us that they will give us water. They don't actually give us water. We walk through the men's department because they didn't give us any direction as to where to go once they asked for other names. They said, somebody will come find you. So then I clarified, okay, great. Oh no, they said, excuse me. They said, somebody will come find you, have a seat. And when I looked at where the chairs were, we were in the men's section. I said, can we look at the, the women's clothes and the women's shoes? And they kind of looked at me and they're like, okay, yeah, you can, you can go up there. I'm like, what is the deal? So we walk through, we go upstairs, we see an item that she already bought. She bought this item three weeks ago. She loves it so much. She wants to buy it in a different color. I see something that I love, but we are all alone upstairs in the store without anybody helping us. And finally, after sitting down up there for a few minutes, realizing that there's nobody coming to help us, we walk down the stairs and say, can somebody help us? We want to buy the shoes. It's not even like we want to try on the shoes. We already have the shoes. We want to buy the shoes and look at some other thing. And they say, oh, what is your name? <laughs> she says, Elena Cardone. They check the list. Apparently, the reason that they asked for her name to begin with was to be put on a waiting list to be helped. So there were eight people initially in front of us in order for us to even talk to a salesperson to get helped so that we could check out if we wanted an item. Well, if these people just would have told us when we walked in the door, thank you for being here. We have an eight-person waiting list. Make sure you look around so that you have the items that you're interested in ready, and then we'll be able to help you as quickly as possible. Then we would have been like, okay, great. We'll have water. We'll make ourselves comfortable. It'll be more of an experience. But there was zero communication. What the heck does this have to do with improving your business tomorrow? Well, you should be doing this, acting as a customer in your own brand. Now, is Hermes really suffering right now? Probably not. However, if they did have somebody who was walking through all of these touch points, they could make such immediate fixes and increase revenue overnight. They could, I mean, we, we could have bought thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Instead, we walked out with a bad taste in our mouth, frustrated, and we didn't spend a dime. Well, that doesn't help anybody. And here I am talking on a podcast with other potential Hermes customers sharing how bad the experience is. 
And so sometimes we get so focused on what's the new thing that we have to launch? What's the new product? What's the new marketing campaign? And we look at all of these external ideas as ways for us to increase revenue. And oftentimes those ideas take time. They're not fast implement, implementable implementable? I think that's a word. They're not fast and easily implemented tomorrow. I can promise you, if you do this right now, you get done with this podcast and you go through your own customer journey, I promise you that tomorrow you can implement something that would allow your sales to go up. And if you're really paying attention to it, I could see that it would go up dramatically over the next two to four weeks through implementing that one change and getting it systematically improved every single time for every single customer or patient or client that you see. And you focusing on this really puts you in control of your own brand. It puts you in control of your growth. It puts you in control of saying, I'm going to ensure that any customer that touches my product, my service has my approved process. And you might've set a process in place six months ago. You might've trained somebody three weeks ago. I can assure you that there are always holes in a customer journey. I know we have holes in our own customer journey and we do this secret shopping in order to help see what those things might be so that we can fix it and make the customer experience better. So that is my urge to you. Get off your podcast right now, sign up, however you sign your customers up, inbound phone call, if you're running paid traffic, if there's a funnel, like go through the entire process. This shouldn't take you more than 15, 20 minutes. It is well worth your time. Because no one wants to be like Hermes and losing clients. I know you don't want to lose clients. You're, you're too good. You are too good. Your competition is not that great. You are too committed in 10x to just say sayonara to great customers who are walking in your door and maybe not having an, an ideal experience and not converting in the way that you want them to. With that, it is 6.38 here in Rome, and our dinner is in seven minutes, so I gots to go. I appreciate you. I'm interested to know your results, so if you do do this in your business, let me restate that. When you do this in your business, let me know what the results are. You should take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in it and I will repost it and let me know what the results were and what you found through going through and actually mystery shopping your own business.